Ah, yes, Port Adelaide. That is a great place for us to start with the theme that we're kicking off this week's episode of The Bep, uh, which is going into... A lot of people like to talk about the best predictions they've made, but at The Bep, we love to talk about the terrible ones we've made. And I'm going to kick things off with myself as a prediction I did for Port Adelaide. And I need to apologize to the, the club, the coaches, and the fan base. I... Uh, predicted that Port were going to be a bottom six side this year, and I have gotten that one completely wrong. They are flying. So I played that for a bit of my own uh, music, but I also played it for my man Miller, who's on the other side of this podcast. His least favorite player in the competition plays for Port Adelaide, and he spent episodes upon episodes and messages upon messages slagging one individual in particular who is... Uh, quite recently, been on such a tear that some pundits are actually tipping him for the Brownlow. And um, in a fantasy world, I'm just, just quickly checking, but I believe his numbers lately, in his last five, he's averaging a whopping 123. So, Miller, for your all the Zach Butters comments over the years, do you have anything to say for yourself? Oldest trick in the book. Oldest trick in the book. The old bait and switch. You always just... They're just... Just reeling it in, just waiting for everyone to bring him in, trade him in, and go, how good's Butters? And then, bang, he's going to suck. And everyone's going to be be uh, absolutely falling down that ladder, and I'm just going to climb it up and win myself a Hilux. So thanks very much, Zach. So you're doubling down. You're still, I'm you're doubling down. He's rubbish. Absolutely rubbish. Him and Buddy Duzma and the whole, the whole crowd. I also predicted port would be rubbish and i would like to apologize to no one because i stand by that and they're going to be rubbish one day bold and that's yeah. how we like to kick things off on the bat but for all those comments about climbing the ladder when i click on your team and have a look at the players you have in the team it's we're doing it, all right it's quite interesting to see a, a certain individual that you just said you we wouldn't have been in your hiding team. that one yes i brought him in before the bias because the uh I tell you what, I hate Zach Butters, but I love value, and there was some serious value there that I couldn't look past at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Uh, don't encourage getting... No, actually, I said at the time, and I stand by it, that I don't condone getting Zach Butters, but it was a good deal. It probably still maintains a good deal. People can do it. I don't condone it. But people can do it if they want to, and I think it would be a reasonable thing to do. I said that at the time, uh, and then I kind of backflipped on not doing it myself, and then did it anyway. Uh, actually, been going really well since then. I still don't like him, and I still think he's going to burn me, but there he is. Yeah. Now that Boy, is, his job. Yeah, he's flying. And well, while we're on the topic, uh, listen, we put out a post today for what what some of the people's worst decisions they've made this season was. And we got quite a few responses, so I'm just going to highlight the top ones. Uh, some just truly terrible stuff here. Aaron, who we love at the show, Aaron Dalaporte, he said before the buyers, he traded in Travis Boak and Max Holmes uh, in preparation for yeah. the buyers, apparently. Um, well, you like Max yeah. Holmes. I love Max Holmes, but he hasn't been on the park for a few weeks. And nope. I'm not sure he ever was scoring enough to bring him in. Same nope. as both. Both both would have blown up in his face. There's This one's a shocker from Russ, your mate. In uh, the Keeper League, a shocker. In the Keeper League, he traded Toby Green for Lockie Hunter. So Ugh. that's a 14-point average. Toby Green's on a tear. Yeah. 
Absolute tear. That's a bad move, Russ. You suck. Brutal. And probably the other one that I would love to point out would be uh, from Joshy Griffiths. Griffiths. He reckoned he started Cogs instead of Torino and Wits instead of English and McGrath instead of Dacos. So that's probably three. Why would you have started the two of them a fair, but McGrath instead of Dacos? Oh, yuck. Hammer blows. And he still reckons he doesn't have Torino in English, so he reckons it's tough life. English you could get away with, but yeah, Torino, that's just harsh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're the, some of the bad calls people have made. But we haven't also had a chance to catch up much lately. Been A lot of stuff has been happening in the world of, of our busy lives, which has meant we've struggled to get a time to record together, which has meant we haven't got a chance to actually talk about our teams uh, very often recently. So do you want to let the public know how the haircuts are going, mate? Yeah, and you, I was, I was not expecting you to come in and... Um start sneaking around my team. I was hoping to get away with that Butters thing for a while longer. That's annoying. Um, my team, and it's probably reflected in my my bad calls, which I'll jump on later, um, is flat bang mediocre. And I went through my calls, and I don't have any particularly bad ones, and I also don't have any particularly good ones. The team just kind of does okay every week and gets nowhere. It's been sitting around that two to 3,000 rank for the last six weeks i go up i go down a couple of hundred ranks here or there sometimes i think i get a good score but then everyone else gets a better score which is annoying so yeah it's just a flat out middling year which produces nothing which is annoying but uh, meh. i don't know would i prefer to be have really crap and be at like thirty thousand rank i don't know 2000 really doesn't get me anywhere um yeah i had some good trades I uh, got butters in. What did I do last? Let's have a look what I did last week. Um, got Ben Keys in last week. That, that worked out quite well. Got rid of, rid of Rory Atkins finally. Uh, got in Ben Keys. But I did get in Josh Sin over Sheldrick, which really did not go anywhere. Josh Sin was absolutely terrible. Um, and now I'm kind of by structures rooted as well. Um, yeah, and, and Harvey Harrison. So, eh, kind of 50 50. Um, round that in terms of trades, which I've been doing for a long time. What about yourself? That's tough. I see you're uh, sitting sixth in the Content Creators Cup as well, which means you're you're thereabouts. You're, you're kind of oh, around that. Mark. That annoyed me. That league, I like. I got like the second highest score. Or, you know, one of the one of the top scores for the week, and then lost by someone who got had maybe the top score. Old mate did quite well. Yeah, that happened to me a few weeks ago. I. I was like got the seven hundredth score for the round, and uh, Sanch still got beat. Still beat oh, Sanch killed you that week. Yeah, I remember that. And he went. He's he had was some huge that week. He's had some big scores. Yeah. Now my lads are they're actually after a very bad start. I was like twenty nine k after six or seven weeks. The last few weeks, my round ranks have been five hundredth, seven thousandth, one thousand one hundred eightieth. There's a yeah, so sort of been improving a bit and now just outside the top 10k. So we're both at very different points of the season. With you sitting around that 2k mark, and for anyone listening who's around that mark, what's the suggested moves here? Are you trying to really invent something out of nothing, or oh, uh, no, nah, not really. Um, 
nail nail a good captain every week. Get your rookies off the field as soon as possible. Um, no panic at the moment. You're probably happy to stay there for another couple of weeks. Probably if if you're still two thousandth in what are we at round thirteen? There's still ten rounds to go, I guess. So um, if I haven't moved up in four, four or five rounds, I'll probably have to start throwing pods at the um, at the board to try and move rank. You kind of either do that or you just just say you're happy with two thousandth and sit there for the rest of the year. Um, yeah, no panic, but certainly pods will have to come into the the uh, planning in another yeah half a dozen rounds, I'd say. Yeah, I think that's fair. You kind of, if you can at least be hold. The main thing is there. You'd, if you if chasing a hat's what you're interested in, you don't want to be losing ground necessarily. Yeah, yeah. You're throwing pods too early. You end up fifteen thousands pretty quickly. Yeah, and like if obviously if you're completely if you're super super confident in the pod or whatever, then then jump. Oh on, yeah, but, then occasionally, but you just don't. You wouldn't do it for the point of having a pod yet. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm still thirteen thousandth, but. Like the team's been going well enough lately, and I've got enough like cash gen happening and everything that I I still don't feel. I mean, I'm not gonna get anywhere near a hat. That's not happening. Your team's weird, which I guess you get from having you got a lot of unique players. So sometimes you have big weeks, and sometimes you have real bad weeks. Yeah, my main rule lately has been not like I still look for value on the trade ins, but it sounds stupid, but it's just been like only trading in guys who are like clear and significant upgrades on the people I'm oh, trading okay. out. Like I haven't been doing any of these like sideways. Yeah, no not really sidewaysy. Like the last few weeks I think I reckon I brought in like Doherty for Tom Atkins who was in my team yep. for too long. That was nice. probably a month ago. Since then I've had Doc for uh one actually has been kind of average. One twenty four, one oh eight, eighty seven, ninety five. Like still fine. But Pretty good. Um, I think the week after that, I might have gotten Merritt in, and oh, he's been, yeah, 158, 111, 155 since I've had him. Uh, I also got Sicily, I think, the week after that, who went monstrous. Yes, and then got suspended two weeks out of three. Yeah, which, even though he, like, his scores have been so good that it's kind of balanced out. But yeah, he, he'd been really good. You still got, got Sicily or did you get rid of him? Uh, I'll tra- have to trade him this week. Oh, uh, yeah. But I had him for his 130 last week, which was still good. So oh, okay. In the three weeks so you I've held him, him after his first suspension? Yeah. I've had him suspended for one week, played two weeks, and s- scored 295 in those two weeks. And one of them, yeah, the first cool. week I had him, he was VC'd. So oh, okay. Huge. Yeah, um, he does go big when he's not trying to kill the Lions players. Stay away from Hugh McLuggage, just like you <laughs> jerk. Yeah, what is it tough. with people trying to kill Lions players recently? Oh, I don't like it. I it's working. It's working. Dames getting it on the high horse, though. Like, come on, mate. You've got a bigger rap sheet than three quarters. He of does have a pretty bad rap sheet. But yeah, no, there's. It's an interesting time of the year. We're finding that balance between where you. Like attacking the buyers, but then also keeping in mind once the buyers finish, we've still got like eight or nine rounds to go. And I think, well, for me anyway, like I play a few cash leagues and stuff, so I'm far more focused on them. And oh, yeah, that comes to the factor in the end. If you lose yeah. rank, you just got to win those. Yeah, like because if yeah. I got a hat, it'd be a yeah miracle. But being being four hundredths or something doesn't win you any cash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the three on leagues I'm in sort of. 
moving towards. So like with those, I guess the team building isn't too different to when you're chasing rank, but I think in a cash league, I'm probably you can you probably play it just a bit more. Like say you're sitting sec first or second or something and you kind of just looking to sew up top four, I think you play a pretty straight bat. Yeah. And just keep and when you get to when you get to finals, you'll be looking at the two sides and and trying to put in pods that the other one doesn't have. Yeah, it's just yeah. taking the yeah, risk where you up, need it to. Match like up even most on, when you when you get there. Yeah, even on the weekend, if you're in a fit, really good position, you match up and your vice captain scored a hundred. Yeah, you can do but that. But you're in front instead of if you don't need to take a risk in terms of say you go in the last game and you've got one guy left who just needs like. 60 points you don't but he might be like a Tim Torano instead of taking the risk and captaining him and needing him to get like 100 or whatever just take him for the 60 and win the game and yeah that, that's where the focus can change yeah you can even yeah play yeah play defensively and yeah try and get as many players as, as the opposition has so they can't get ahead of you yeah yeah, you, yeah. that's what I would recommend if you don't aren't as confident in so it shows you your opposition's captains does it uh not until like the captains start oh okay so you can't intentionally just take the same captain as the other team yeah you can plan around it and stuff but you can't yeah you can't do it like you can you can assume what they're going to do but you yeah, can't know you can't for sure. see it but it tells you like who they have it on before the weekend starts and stuff so Oh, okay. You can get a rough idea. Yeah, that always gets me when there's and the head-to-head things, and you you lose because someone's done loop things that you didn't see. You're like, uh. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing to be mindful of. It's been interesting looping through the pies. I've been very blessed with players so far. Saw yeah, big Mullins out this week, though. Not he is counted anyway. Uh, probably not. Yeah, Russ was saying that earlier. Um. I wonder if James O'Donnell will get dropped. My defense is real skinny this week. I think O'Donnell will. How many are you looking at having on the park this week? Uh, I haven't done the calculations. I think I'm all right with mids and forwards, but I've only got like two defenders. That's not ideal. Yeah, I'm missing like a lot of people one are in forward. That, right, I've got a full, full, um, full mids. Got uh, depending if Lockie, Lockie McAndrew plays, I'll have full rocks. But yeah, real skinny on defs. Yeah, I'll probably have 21 this week. But I've got a shit ton of rookies as well. Yeah, so do I. I Oh, Josh Fay, he'll be doing all right in the midfield. Josh Fay, George Wardlaw. Yeah, who else have I got? Josh Josh Sin, he'll have to be on field, yuck. Yeah, Yeah. Andrew O'Donnell. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty crappy side. But that's before trades. I can patch some of those up. Yeah, like chin cotter and stuff in there. So then say you're in trouble for this week and you're in trouble for next week. Say you've got like 16 available this week. You could do three trades to get to 19 next week, but then at the start of next week, you'd only have 15. Um, Like what would you do? Like if would you try and just load up, like forget this week? And if it's a real trouble, then week? yeah, you might – you. If if one of them is going to be virtually unsavable, then yeah, just try to hit big on the other one. So would you rather have eighteen both weeks or like twenty two one week and sixteen the other week? It depends on your mix of premiums, I think. If one of them's got significantly more premiums than the other one, then you probably can just load up there and forget the other one. 
because yeah, the, the law of averages says suggests that uh, one big week and one shit week is the same as two average weeks. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, like yeah, I think you don't want to run into the trap of getting too short because and I yeah, having you do have three trades next off, week though. Yeah, so yeah, say so if you were in trouble this week and in trouble next week, you can yeah. use you your have three to have trades this week because anyone prepare. anyone. Yeah, if you brought in people this week, I don't suggest to anyone bringing in people this week to have their buy next week. So you should be fine. Anyone that you bring in this week, if you're not a deadhead, um, will be available for next week as well. So that's a potential six guys additional for next week. Yeah, I would agree, which it kind of sucks because there's some really good options. There is some good options for that round 15 buy. I've been bringing them in recently, but I'm going to have to stop. Yeah, I've kind of had all the buys in mind the whole time. and that, I could yeah. get to 22 this week, but it would mean that next week I could only have 21. Yeah, so I, don't, I think any more than 20 um, is unnecessary. Yeah. If you can manage to get to 20, that's fine. Yeah, for sure. Because you'll have some spuds that are going to drop off the end anyway. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just the... It's a very interesting time of year. This is when the the big moves start to sort of happen. Like you, you definitely want to be. You don't want to be. I don't think you want to be burning your bench off yet and stuff. You still need that no, cash gen later in that. the year, I've just to help you turn, guys. Like uh, I don't know if you like me and you're stuck with steel at the moment. Oh if yeah. You want to be able to turn him into someone. Like, did you see the news about him today? Yeah, some kind of back problem. Nah, knee issue. Apparently knee issue. Oh, someone else up. must have had a back problem. He's like touch and go for the weekend. Oh, okay. Nasty. Um, the other thing before we get into trade options that I thought we could chat about, and this is probably keep a focus, so maybe skip the next five minutes if you're not interested in that, is this is the time of year where, depending on the rules of your league and stuff, I think it can be really interesting. If you're a team that's not a chance of winning, um and you, your keeper list isn't super... So say you like keep 10 players or something and you've got 18-man fields or something. I think this is a time of year where you, you really need to look at like bundling up, guys. Tanking? You're suggesting people should tank? No, not necessarily. Commissioners out there, be careful because you're suggesting people should tank. Say you've got a Jake Lloyd and a Luke Ryan who are keepers, but they're not superstars. They might be next year. There's potential for them to come back, yeah. They're like they're going. They're going very well this year. This could be their ceiling. So their value is pretty high at the moment. Mm-hmm. You could look at bundling up the two of them to someone with like a weaker backline who might have a midfielder like a LDU or something. Someone that they're ready to jump ship off. And for them, for the other person, it's like a no-brainer because they're getting way better. And then for you, all you've got to worry about in your keeper league is what is my list of like ten players. You'd have to go for well. the younger players. Yeah, but yes. yeah, just make make the best list possible. Forget about Yeah, go for someone like a Matty Rail or something, yeah. Yeah, like examples of trades I did. I did some trades last year, which put me in like great position for this year. It meant that at the time you looked at the trades and you're like, what the hell is this guy doing? But it meant that mm. you get, like I traded, last year I traded Crips and um, Aaron Hall for Rao and... Everyone in my league thought I was nuts, but now Crips has gone to shit. 
Oh. How's cool to shit? I've got him in a keeper league. That's annoying. Hardly plays. And my thinking at the time was, okay, Hall, I probably wouldn't keep because I wouldn't be confident in it. And then yeah. I'm like, who would you I You wouldn't want? have kept Hall either, but the, the package is nice. Yeah. And then it's like, who do you want heading into next year? Crips or Rao? And I'm like, probably Rao. So then that's where your thinking's got to be. So it's got to be, if you only, that's only if you've given up completely on the season. Yeah. Right? Tank. I, but yeah. In a keeper league, it's a form of. Tank. It's actually no. So it depends if you how you do your draft order. If like in a league I'm in, draft order is reverse ladder, then you may as well tank and get the bottom yeah, pick. Yeah, exactly. But especially if it's with not guys that, like this, um, yeah, uh, yeah. If you want to, if you want to give away superstars and then tank, you're going to get like what Reed or whoever's at the top pick. That's worth doing. Yeah, I tanked for Ashcroft, but that's well, yeah, that's a good good thing. But then someone who didn't tank would have got Sheasel and be better. So never can tell with tanking. Yeah, that is true. It's yeah, it's like it's not really worth it necessarily. All I'm saying is like you've got to be honest with your list and stuff, and go, hey, I might sneak into finals or I might just miss finals. But this list is weak. I can make it heaps better by gutting it this year. Yeah, and it, it is important to do that at this stage of the year as well because I generally go, if I get to about now and my team's going rubbish, I'll be like, I'm forgetting about this and I'll have a look at it in October and then yeah. redo the list. But yeah, then then no one's up for trades. And what happens if you start trading guys to the best teams is the other best. So say you do those two-for-one deals where you, you send out two guys who are going to help this year, but might not be keepers for one keeper. The other teams are going to go, oh, shit, this guy's team's getting way better. I need to start making moves. That's true. And then you start getting other offers, and then that's when you've got all the bargaining power because you can be like, hey, I know you really want this guy because Jimmy, who's first on the ladder, got better, and Mark, who's in second, goes, oh, shit, um, if I want to compete with Jimmy, I've got to get better. And then you can kind of force this sell-off start to happen where they're like, okay, I'm going to ship out, I don't know, Josh Rochelle, who's kind of hit a wall recently, but yeah, long-term, so him as well. great forward keeper to have. He'll be a forward for his whole career and probably average 80 to 90. Great one to have, but you might be able to talk in someone into trading him who's more focused. Um, on yeah, I don't mind that. And you're right, yeah, you start, you start screwing around with the top teams and the other top teams come back and ask you for other trades. Yeah, you, but then they yeah. try and rort you, so you got to be careful. Maybe that's just my league. People are always trying to rort me, jerks. The problem with negotiating is it's got to be a win-win. Like, otherwise, like the the reason so many trades don't get done is because one party is just trying to rob the other. Yeah. Well, there's um one of the guys in in my league has got this. He's got a spreadsheet that works out the equivalent value of the players, and he's like, I'm going to trade you this guy and this guy for this guy, and they work out at the same numerical value. And you're like, that's not how you do trades. That's dodgy as It is. Probably changes it depending on who he needs. But I wouldn't be surprised. He's a bit sketchy. Yeah, that is sketch as. Uh, well, yeah, I probably don't have too much more did, to touch did on you have strategy any bag? Wise. What were your bag calls? Did you touch on that? Uh, my... I, yeah, I did talk about how I predicted Port bottom six. Oh, I mean, six. fantasy bad calls. Yeah, fantasy bad call. The dumbest one I did was starting Cunnington over Goulden. That was just... Yeah, that was pretty dumb. 
Like, that's one you look at and you go, if I hadn't fucking done that, like, I would be so much... Because part of the reason my rank got destroyed was those two weeks that Dunkley and Goulden went bananas. I didn't have either of them then, and that's true. the guys I had instead sucked. And it just shot that's me down the That's the problem with starting with pods. Much better with starting with players than one of those. Yeah, I've sort of learned that. I mean, you, yeah, you need to vaguely t- take risks on the trade-ins. That's right. Well, you can go one or two pods, but you don't want a team of pods. Yeah. Um, I could rattle off many more bad calls, but I'm sure you've got a couple. Yeah, I, got, I started with uh, Liam Jones. I got rid of him after only like one or two weeks. Um, that was not good. Finn Callahan, I was very confident on. Uh, that didn't work out for me. Not always a bad call, but I, I, if I had my time again, I wouldn't start with McRae. That I think everyone started with, and so that's probably fine. But yeah, I, it would, would have been better options. Um, been great lately, though. That's true, but I mean, for starters, you would if you could have picked him up, say three mm. weeks ago for very cheap, and that would have been a great trade in. Uh, yep. I got sucked into Ratkins and Fiorini, which uh, set me back for a few weeks. I managed to get rid of them, but yeah, that was a, was a shit one. And I traded out Matt Johnson like three weeks ago when he was worth nothing. Ooh. Yeah, that's killing me. I might have to that get him sucks. back in. That hurts. Yeah, it does. Oh, and I picked I'm... your mate O'Donnell, and he's been rubbish. Well, I yeah, I never endorsed the pick. <laughs> I, think, I believe no I was strongly against it. Yeah, well, you said he was a good player and a good story. I don't think you ever said pick him. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. Was, that was my bad. He, he'll be back to the twos this week. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, another one. I don't know if this is a bad call necessarily because there was a lot of logic behind it. So in round one, I started with Stewart, which again, not a bad call. He, not my, couldn't, No one could predict he was going to get injured in 10 minutes in. That's true. But then after he got injured, then the day after, Zeeble went really well against JWS. And I was like, okay, I've really... He's one of those guys I need to jump on. But the problem was I I knew I had to trade out Stewart as well. So I was like, okay, how am I going to get be able to get this defender? Because uh, Stewart was a defender and Zeeble was forward only. So I was like, okay, I need to switch my utility. Like to cut someone DPP or something, yeah. Yeah, I had to switch my utility to a defender. So I switched it to Michael Laney, who was fine, made 20k. Problem was, the guy I had in utility was Cade Chandler, so I missed out on him because I swapped that out. But it it meant that I got Zeeble and everything. He didn't. He kind of slowed down, though. I guess he was all right last week. Yeah, it's a sort of 300-something K that I missed, and it's some really good scores. Yeah, he did have a couple of crackers at the start. So, yeah, that was that was an interesting one. That was the game. I can't, yeah, I got really set back early in round one with Kelly Stewart. Oh, that's right. You copped, you copped Sherry, a lot of injuries in the first round, I remember that. Vital. Now all my blokes just get suspended every bloody <coughs> week. Yeah, there's a oh, lot yeah. of suspensions. I had Darcy injured last week as well. Yeah, I had to cut Darcy. But then I got Cameron in, so that's been quite good. I wish I had enough money to go to... Uh, Marshall. Well, that's probably one of the big pulls. I didn't get Marshall. I'm, every week, like, I'm like, I want Marshall, but he's too expensive. Yeah, that, that definitely hurts. Yeah. Um, on, a, on Sicily, so if he was to get, well, this won't happen, but just operating your hypotheticals, if he was to get one week, would you endorse holding? No. Well, mm, no, I don't think so. 
He's too loose. He's probably likely to get another week at some point. <laughs> okay, so yeah, obviously then you would trade him if he got I... more weeks. The the reason is I think he is he like is a candidate to be D one D two from here. He's since he hasn't he's been able to play the non like key defender role and he's been freed up to intercept. He's scored one hundred three, one twenty five, one sixty five, and one thirty. Like. Oh, it's a pure numbers. fantasy player. He's fantastic. But you, can you trust a guy who's presented twice in three weeks? Mm, that's true. He's, yeah, he's just like injuries. k now. Yeah. So he's flying up yes. in price. But yeah, like I think if you, in a couple of weeks' time, when he's playing, had a back line with like Doherty, Dawson, Sicily, uh, Dacos, uh, I can't think of who the other two would be. And he's like, yet to I, have the buy too, isn't he? Oh, he's got the buy this week. So if yeah. if he gets a week, he's out for two weeks. In the middle of the buys, yeah, that's that's a bit much. Yeah, it does hurt. Yeah, without the buys, it's a bit of a different story. But yeah, too much. You better to go get rid of him for someone who's already had their buy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, while we're talking about this week, do you have any guys that you're targeting with trades? Uh, I had a bit of a look, so. Um, I'll probably get Sheldrick in, uh, maybe DevRob. DevRob's an interesting one, especially with uh, McCluggage out. He came into the side. Was he sub last week or was he just straight he in? He played a full game. Yeah, uh, and he's, what is he, 341? What did he get last week? Let me have a look. Do you think with Zorko back, it matters? Uh, Zorko's more likely to play with the... the um, with the forwards more than, more so than the midfielders. If McLuggage hadn't got injured, I'd say it would. But with McLuggage out, maybe not so much. Um, is that What's his fixture stats match stats? Can't see what he's got. 67. Um, that's handy enough. He's only he's 341. So he's a little expensive. Um, yeah, the. He might get cut for Lions. This is probably the only thing because Lions has got the experience. He's been killing it at the VFL level. Um, but if he's, I think if they pick him this week, uh, he'll have some job security, and uh, he's cheap enough that you probably only need him for a couple of weeks anyway. Yeah, fair. But, uh, around the same price is Windhager. Um, he plays tag a lot though, doesn't he? Oh, uh, not really. Like, okay, he can. It's an option for him, but. Do yeah, my my gut at the moment would be Windhager because I'm probably more confident in the security. Oh yeah. Whereas Rob just seems to be if someone you picked who Windhager. You wouldn't have to worry about whether or not he gets picked this week. Yeah, that, which is something. Well, yeah, I guess you you really you don't want them to get dropped at any point, but you know nope. whatever one you're getting, you want to be really confident plays the next two weeks. That's true. If they if they don't play next week when everyone else has their buy, that's a real problem. Or do you just pay up for Johnson, who's like 60k more? You could do that, depending on how what your budget's like and, and what you're trying to and what you've got in the other end. There is not too many great super premiums that are available. Like you get a Sarong or a, or a Brayshaw or something, but they're going to cost you an absolute buttload. Um, Lockie Neal, if you haven't got him, uh, I got him months ago actually. Um, when he was cheap, so that was a good deal. But yeah, if you haven't if you haven't got him, that's worth doing. If anyone for some reason doesn't have Dunkley, did you get Dunkley back? Uh, well, I never had him, but I got oh, him okay. Okay. this week. Yeah, 
yeah, that's definitely a good option. VC option as well, I think. Yeah, um, shit. Neo's last four. Yeah, he's been good. 117, 100, 124. Killing it. Yes. Um, get him. Brad Crouch as well, that's something I might do. Yeah, he's the one I have at the moment, but I might go Neil over him. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I think if you don't have Neil, um, you'd probably do that. Hmm. I, yeah, Crouch is sort of the player I like, and especially if Steele's got something That's true. a bit lingering. Like they're kind of the two big bulls, so it might mean that Crouch does a bit more of that grunt work in there. Yeah, they're both exactly the same price, which is interesting. I was speaking to someone the other day who reckons that Steele won't be in the Saints' best 22 in like three years' time, which I found interesting. He said that that he's really like one-paced and stuff. Like he's important at the moment, but he thought... If he said he's not going to be that good in three years' time, sure, but not best 22 is a big call. Yeah, but we love big calls. We do love big calls, but I don't want to keep track of one of those for three years. Yeah. That's two that's two duration. You've got to say he won't be in the Saints twenty two next week. Which would be a massive call. Yeah. But nah. Uh I probably don't have too many other options. I think as you saw well, I'm also looking at Goulden, but I know most people I have him. But I don't know if I want to pay that. So uh, I'm thinking maybe I go Neil and Crouch yeah. and then have some money left. What do you over. think about Sinclair? Uh, I have him. Oh, okay. He looked really good last week. Like, he was really roaming hard. The main thing is, though, like, Wanganine Miller, and I sort of said at the start of the year with Sinclair, Wanganine Miller does take the lion's share of the kick-ins. He is the guy that gets the ball more often than not. But Sinclair, he's just been, he's been very up and down this year. Like, he's 80 or he's over 100. Yeah, that's true. Sort of, not a lot of in-between with him. I don't, hate him but I don't think like if he if you need to get in a defender this week I like him more than I like Lloyd who's probably the only oh, other yeah. option oh, someone it. like Luke Ryan's come up in a few things that I've seen but he's yeah, 80 or 100 himself yeah I would go Sinclair over Ryan I think yeah, he'll well, Ryan's, Ryan's he's a bit cheaper not that much cheaper he sort of hasn't been that great since the Dockers stopped playing really boring footy. Yeah. Uh, like his big scores came earlier in the year. And that sort of 156 inflates his average a bit. Another but, one that's yeah. been mentioned more for, I think, after next week, um, but the name that's been floated mainly by me is Mr. Harry Himmelberg. Now he's been in the back line. Would you pick him up after his buy? He's not going to score enough, I don't think. It's true. He's cheap though. Five, 545. That's still really Like he's cheap. played the last... Three or something in the back line. I know the Saints yeah. game, he got injured. But, like, 91 and 81, do we... I yeah, can't see him scoring much more than that. Do we really need that at this time of year? Probably not. Probably not. But, that's I mean, if it's like world. you get your last rookie off ground by getting up to Himmelberg, who you ride for a bit, then yeah, sure. Of a similar price, though, um, after his buy. Elliot Yo. Uh, I mean, he looked great he did. last week. Like he was, re- he was, it was like the yo that you're used to seeing. So, I mean, oh, tough. And but I mean, the Eagles have a bunch of players coming back in the next two weeks. They might start to get a bit of stability That's happening. True. Uh, like McGovern comes back, 
I think after the buy, he's like a good six goal difference. Oh, okay. I'll yeah, rattle off help. the guys that have coming back. But while I get that up, do you think Briggs could be he do you think he could be like hold his spot at R two yes. for the rest of the year? Oh, hold his spot for R two. Mm, no, I don't think there's I think sooner or later people will collect enough spare cash they want to upgrade Griggs to a Marshall or an English or a someone else that's dominating and have those two big big rucks. But um yeah, certainly you can hang on to him for another six or eight weeks until you've got the money to, to go to someone really big. He's not someone you want to finish your side with, but yeah, he's a good option right now. Bruce isn't anywhere near coming back, is my understanding. So, And Flynn's crap. So I think he's got his spot in the side nailed down. Yeah, he's been playing really well too. He I has been he, dominating. Now on the head. When people picked him up, they were like, was he sub 500 or something a couple of weeks ago? And I was like, who's that guy? He's going to be out of yeah, the side I, in a week. I'm not touching him. I jumped on. So that was Prove me wrong. Let's see, 111, 117, 101. Oh, bang, bang, bang. Yeah, get some decent rocks too. Oh, yeah. Um, For the Eagles, Barras, Hearn, McDuffin, nice. and Duggan are all back oh, okay. next week. So that's so three, up four. Back a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's four like first choice guys. Yeah. That's pretty big. Yeah, they'll still lose yeah. all the time, but um, oh yeah. yeah, they won't get much. But they'll get they'll get more injuries anyway. <laughs> Something's got to be wrong with that football club. Like injuries are frustrating and they happen to everyone, but that many and that often, they've got to be doing something wrong. Yeah, you hear a, hear a few things, but yeah, I mean, you never really know what's true and whether what's it's not, their so. medical team or their the surface they train on, or I don't know. Yeah, that has, it can't just be bad luck. No, you wouldn't have thought so. But yeah, beyond that, I probably don't have too many other points of discussion unless you do. Um, no, that was pretty much it. Oh, who are you cutting? Trading out. Yeah. Uh, for me, well, yeah, Sicily more than likely. Yeah, oh, that helps. Yeah, forced hand there. A uh, peddler will go for me this oh, year. Yeah. He's been yeah, a peddler, loyal I servant. Too. I cut him, and then. Probably Sheasel. Uh, just Sheasel? Prepare for next week, yeah. That's interesting. You don't have... Well, I'm probably going to get rid of like a uh, Will Day or, or Hunt or maybe both. Do you have either of those guys still? I have Day, yeah. Day can hold. Get Day? Not, not yet. But I'd, I get rid of, I'd cut Day over Sheasel. Fair. Yeah. I can't... I need to do Sheasel because he's in my forward line. Oh, right. Um, so it's just a question of spaces for people. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's yeah, this that's wild. that's the thing that gets you. If you've got, you know, if you've got twenty-two available guys, you can't play any more than six forwards. You don't want to have yeah, people no. on the bench. Yeah, and uh, who? Yeah, the other one. I might Hobbs might go for me too. You could get rid of Hobbs. He's done his job. Very good job, but I think he's done it. Yeah. Well, I think they probably get. Parish and yeah, he's coming back Setterfield. Setterfield, uh, forgot about Setterfield. Which height probably affects Hobbsy a bit. But, I think so. And Shield should be back. Oh, yeah. Uh, I hate to say it, but the Bombers are turning into a half-decent team. Oh, it's bloody terrifying. It like, is annoying. Sardis, their top pick last year, played his second VFL game on the weekend and had a belter. Had like nearly oh, 30 okay. touches or something. 
surely he wouldn't be coming in anytime soon, though. Uh, yeah, probably not, but like, it's just their young midfield. Cordwell's only 22, Hobbs is looking really good, Perkins is, Sardis, like, yeah, it's yeah, a bit... it's annoying. Uh, we need a scandal to happen or something. We do, yeah, surely Put something, them in their something come up, they'll get flogged by someone in the sector coach. But yeah, other than that, the, probably time to go, keep did, good episode. Did we have away. any actual questions in our little thread on Twitter? No, nah, they were all just people's terrible calls. I kind of discouraged questions. Fair enough. I don't particularly like answering them, to be honest. I, yeah, it can be why. it can be annoying, especially if you haven't you, you don't know about it and you go, like, oh, I'm going to do research on the spot, and that's annoying. It's more just hard when you get asked. The main reason I don't like it is a lot of the questions you get asked don't give you enough context. That's true. To answer, like you just get asked, who's a better option? Like, but then you don't yeah, know anything what about for? the person's How much team. money have you got? Yeah, where are they going? Exactly. Ask better questions, people. Specific questions are fine. The other thing I hate is when you get mass tagged in something. Oh, yes. Yes, Nug's often ragging on people that mass tag him. Yeah, like if you you want my... Like if you DM me, I'll reply to you. Um, But if you tag me in something with 15 other people, one, probably won't even look at it because I think it's spam. And two, I'm... Don't like replying to them because it also tags the fifteen other people yeah, that you tagged. So, yeah, keep a, that in a, mind. A pro tip for for the listeners: um, if people tag me in one of those your know, multi things, it's a little poll. Who's the better option? I'll pick the worst one just to fuck with people. Well, that is scumbag. Well, there's <laughs> the sort of bloke that I needed Petrarca to score a hundred and six on the weekend to win a head to head match. And after the game, get a message from Miller laughing. Petrarca scored 103. And then uh, you still won anyway, you jerk. Yeah, I did my maths yeah, wrong. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah I he was, was active. This is a league that he's no not reason. even in. He's not even in, and he was actively rooting for me to lose. He's that. Sort I do of love dude. active rooting. Well, yeah. on that note, <laughs> yeah. No, I, you, I, I rated that. That was good. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take but it. Yeah. In all seriousness, we've been trying to finish this episode. Yeah, we should. We should get off. So, bye-bye, Beppers. Let's end it here. See you, bro.